0: It's Lily Head here and today I have great pleasure in having a discussion that I'm going to share with you with Abby Greenhoff, my Managing Director. Now for those of you that have never had the pleasure of meeting Abby before, I thought it would be useful for Abby to tell you a little bit about herself before she entered the heady world of dental practice sales
1: and valuations. So welcome Abby. Wow, thank you Lily. Where have six years gone? (laughs) I've been in dental practice sales for six years but before that my life was very very different indeed. I spent my formative career working as a qualified occupational therapist, working in the community, managing people with mental health needs. Um, So all over the country for a whole different set of reasons. Now all over the country to meet dental practice owners.
0: And with all sorts of different reasons for sales. So I have to say you've made the transfer very well and hence you are
1: now my managing director. And I absolutely love working with people and I think this job very much still allows me to do that working with people on their goals. I agree. So I think really for today, it's just be good to have a chat about how COVID-19's
0: impacted the industry, you know, uh, what's been going on with the various sort of lockdown periods. And so um, looking to the future, really, you know, how's demand holding up from the private and corporate buyers? And more importantly, of course, are lenders making money available to us? So let's just start, first of all, about the meaning of market value.
1: Okay, ultimately, the value of a business or a practice is a representation of the future repeating business uh, of that business. That's what we call goodwill. Um, And we, as a dental broker, we influence the value of a practice by using our negotiation skills and leveraging competition between buyers and setting that market price. We use our best educated assessment of all of the recent sales and the history of dental practice sales to decide what a particular business is worth Based on many, many influencing factors, the income revenue streams in the practice, the location, the security of that income, the potential for future business and future growth. So all sorts of things um, to set a market value. But ultimately, the market decides what to pay for a particular practice.
0: You know, the market will will pay what the demand is for. You know, Uh, it's demand has always outstripped supply. And that leads on nicely to talking about the sort of spring 2021 predictions, really. Um, How are things from your perspective leading the team going?
1: I think it's good to take a few steps back and just cast our eyes back to the summer of 2020.
0: Do we have to, Ebby? No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, honestly. Sleepless nights. uh, Sleepless nights thinking about what was (laughs) going to happen, you know, lots and lots of things being spoken about goodwill values dropping through the floor, private practice values at 50% of what yeah. they what they are currently. So a few sleepless nights for us. But I guess quite quickly, we saw that practices were more resilient than uh, was initially thought. Yeah. And we've seen practices really recover quite strongly.
0: And some exceeding, actually, haven't they? Previous mm-hmm. uh, targets. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, that and they're sustaining that at the moment. So
1: Yeah. And we saw private practices, obviously their revenues ceased in those months of closure. um, But now they've really, really sprung back because people want to have their teeth done and they have often got more money sitting in their accounts. uh, So they're prioritising the health and the way they look. As a result of what we were seeing, I think, Owners were probably lying in bed or thinking, you know, in their practice on their time off. um, And industry experts were thinking that buyers probably won't want to buy practices at the moment. Lenders will be hesitant.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and I think that people also thought that would, of course, then depress market values. But it's not the case at all. And that's the good news story out of all of this, isn't it? I know that we have never been busier as a team. And we are a growing team to cope with the demand and the service levels that we want to give. But, you know, market predictions for this year, obviously, it's a key market skill moving ahead, predicting your one year, three year, 10 years. But we can report, can't we, that the spring predictions of gloom and doom, mm are banished. Um, There is a strong appetite out there. Buyers are definitely looking uh, whether they're first-time buyers, as well as the large corporates, the groups.
1: Yeah, and what I would say is we're looking at the volume and the value of the deals that we're doing. Mm -hmm. So... The, the, the transactions did grind to a halt between March 2020 and then up to September, really, in 2020. But we can actually say in terms of the volume of deals we were doing and the value we've caught up, we've filled that deficit and the market remains very, very active. We had our record December um, 2020 in terms of volume and values of deals, and our Lilyhead Finance colleagues were three times busier presenting new um, bank lending proposals to the bank. Um, so really what that's representative of is there is renewed interest, there's confidence in the market and there's ex- a, a high level of buyer activity. That We we did some analysis and actually we're looking at the number of buyers that have registered new unique buyers and there's 4.6 times or 460% more buyers registered in the six months leading up to December 2020 compared to the previous year, 2019. So there's a lot of renewed interest and from unique people that maybe thought they were never going to buy a practice, you know, looking at uh, setting up on a smaller scale or... In fact, setting up squats in some cases, we've seen more squats setting up.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, I mean, you know, overall, the dental market's become very active. There's renewed confidence
0: from vendors, you know, the principals. Um, and I think that on the whole, um, things in the industry are looking very good indeed. Obviously, there's a lot more caution around uh, the funding, which we can touch upon in a moment, but it's all very good. let's talk about the impact on practice valuations as a as a sort of kick off from the uh covid-19 situation
1: in the data that we've got and speaking to people anecdotally on the on the on the phone buyers are bidding there's still a lot of demand and we've not seen any drop in values at all in ca- in some cases buyers are still paying premiums above what you know the level of offers that we were seeing last year yeah can you um
0: Have you got any recent examples for me to share with our listeners about recent deals that we've taken to the market, um, and such is the level of interest that people have bid in excess of that to secure that practice?
1: I did some analysis today just to compare this period of time to the same period last year. Uh, If we're looking at the financial quarter four, and it's just closed out at the end of March, um, we... for. just looking at EBITDA or a corporate type buy, uh, the average in the previous year was uh, 7.47 as an expression of EBITDA. So some lots higher than that and some a little bit lower. Uh, But this year in the same quarter, we're looking at 7.7. So it's Mm -hmm. comparable, if not a little bit more. Yeah.
0: And as you say, this is is a general rule of thumb. And there are practices that absolutely will, you know, kick the doors in on the price they sell for. But these are exceptional sites with very strong EBITDA, usually in excess of three, four hundred thousand and upwards. And such is the demand. People will pay an absolute premium to secure that.
1: Yeah, there's still definitely a premium paid for those practices that don't come up very often. They're large scale. They've got a number of chairs working. Your EBITDA is very profitable. And, you know, the corporates or the groups or the well-funded individuals really want to secure that level of profit in one um, transaction. And the premium definitely is paid. We had a practice that um, changed hands recently for which actually smashed it out the when I was talking about the ranges in the between yeah. seven and eight you were talking above 10 um about 11.4 I think so if it's the right place and the right demand and it's still very much governed by the similar criteria as it was before the pandemic the the criteria is the same it's location and profile and there's still although those factors yeah. you know it's, don't you
0: mean it's, it's location 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 okay yeah. <laughs>
1: you've been watching too much no, Disney, film.
0: <laughs> no you're absolutely right it's such a strong driving factor isn't it mm-hmm. and the type of it's not just the type of dentistry performed there but the actual you know associate led for example and, and the right splits of income um, but location is still such a strong key factor so I think really in summary you know the first lockdown had the most definitive effect on the market when they were forced to close but since then they're trading again there's a delay with the lenders things are getting up to speed again but business is strong and it's good and I think if if anyone is thinking is this the wrong time to sell we would genuinely say it, it not at all. Um, but what you do have to be prepared to do, which I've touched upon before, is you've got to get all your ducks in a row. You've got to get your financials absolutely spot on. Because trust me, when I tell you that the banks are going to be looking very closely at the financial due diligence, they're very risk averse, and more than ever, they're going to be expecting to have all the answers to all the questions. And the ship has sailed when people said, oh, my accounts aren't here yet. I'll get them ready just before completion. You've got to get everything ready to give absolute security and comfort to the lenders because at the end of the day it's the bank that's buying your dental practice the Um, bank
1: is the real buyer um and we the first point i guess is evaluation and most practices that we see now obviously nhs have had their payments less the abatement so that's been okay for now um And most of the private revenue has recovered between, I would say, about 80 and 100 percent for most practices or 110 percent because they've been obviously capitalizing on that backlog, but also... Patients that couldn't access NHS services, um, so they are doing very well. If you came to us and you had a practice where it was only turning over what you fifty percent of what you were before, we might say then if you want to realise the value that you would have got pre-pandemic at the, your normal in monthly run rates, then maybe work on the business for a bit longer. But if your business is anywhere, you know, in that range of 80 to 100%, 110%, you know, there's no reason why you wouldn't get good market value for your practice right now.
0: Yeah, you're true. I actually took a call yesterday from somebody who asked me, you know, they said my turnover's down, obviously, thanks to COVID. Um, Is this the absolutely wrong time to sell? And obviously, you know i answered his questions with what you've just said but you know the banks are on they're fully au fait with why income is down but as long as you can show sustained efforts to increase it and they can see that month on month there is absolutely no reason why you couldn't take your practice to the market and get still a very good return on on your life's investment and worth You know, the the profile of buyer, has it changed much, Abby? I mean, obviously, we know there's a lot more buyers than ever. We know that there's more. There were lots of early opportunists, I know, in in COVID, looking for deals, Mm. looking for distressed sales, you know. Um, But I'm pleased to say that on the whole, we had very few that we helped uh, dispose of. With the private buyers, one of the things we found in COVID is that people are just wanting to take control of their own destiny. You know, they had a bit of a tough time. Um, Some of them were perhaps treated or felt that uh, obviously their their control in their life was spiraling. And this was the golden opportunity to have their own light bulb moment, perhaps. I had one of those um, many years ago, and hence the start of Lily Head Dental <laughs> <laughs> Practice Cells. And um, I think that taking that leap of faith um, has been pretty seismic for a, quite a lot of associates. And they've got the courage and the confidence to go ahead and and. By their own practice and be in charge of their own destiny. Of course, there's lots of challenges that come with that, but nonetheless, it's uh, it's a different way of thinking with your life. Um, the corporate buyers, they're paying a premium still for practices, are they not? We know they are. A lot of them are back on the market and actively looking and growing. And there is some new entrants to the market as well. So there's been no diminishment at all in appetite for buying and starting up and growing groups, has there?
1: Absolutely not. I think um, some of the corporates um, put their deals on hold and withdrew from the market in the early days of COVID-19. And now they're back in um, and new investors um, and they're growing. Their appetite remains strong. I think there was some hope that these corporate bodies or corporates could potentially drive prices down um, and saw COVID-19 as a very good reason to do that. But actually now the competition is back they're paying prices that are equal or if not more in some cases
0: yeah and that goes back to having uh, working with an open playing field for our clients taking it to the whole market and having competition you know the one-to-one they're never going to get the full return but by taking practices to the market we've sold several haven't we in the last month where we can actively demonstrate that a far better price will be achieved by taking it in a competitive marketplace and seeing what offers and terms are out there So closing thoughts, Abby. Um, Obviously, like every industry in the world, the dental market's witnessed a significant impact with COVID. But this first quarter has shown huge signs of gaining ground. Um, The lenders are cautious, but the money's there. I know we've often said, haven't we, in the past, you know, obviously get yourself registered with as many agents as you can. But you've got to surround yourself with the right team, but be prepared. You know, you you snooze, you lose is a well-known saying. You've got to get yourself ready, poised. When a practice opportunity comes up, as we know, it'll fly off the shelf, usually. And so you've got to get your funding ready in indicative terms. Get get it all ready so that when you go and see one, an immediate email to your lender... Um, I know that our, our partners over at Lilyhead Finance, every night they get a list of everyone who's going for a viewing and they're there to help them. They're on standby. Don't sit on it for a week and decide because you will miss out. So get your funding ready. Get yourself a dental accountant and a dental solicitor, even if it's early doors, as they say. Time spent in reconnaissance is never wasted. Get yourself ready, because when you do find the one, it's like anything in life, buying a house, buying something that you really coveted. You've got to act quickly to get it, haven't you?
1: Anything else you'd like to add for our spring update? Absolutely. If you think um, somewhere between 400 and 500 practices change hands each year, a chunk of those go to the corporates. If you're an individual buyer, to get the practice you want with the features you want, you've got to be ready and you've got to know what you're buying. So surround yourself with the right team, get your accountant on board, a professional finance broker who will put you in the position to say is this right for me and offer quickly
0: good advice erby thank you very much indeed it's been lovely talking to you and i think we'll do this again in a couple of months and we can update people as we move into summer thank you for listening to our dental business transaction podcasts i hope you found it informative And remember that they're easily available through our website, lilyhead.co.uk. You can listen to them via Spotify, Apple or Podbean or watch the video versions on many conversations through our YouTube channel. Finally, if you'd like to talk to any one of my team or myself, please don't hesitate to get in touch with us. We can help you with advice, buying, selling or funding a dental practice, so please do call us. We can be reached at dentalbrokers at lilyhead.co.uk. Thank you and goodbye for now.